Town Bank Mortgage, NMLS number 512138, is an equal housing lender. This podcast is for informational purposes only. And now, the man born with a 5 o'clock shadow and with the NMLS number 2028201. He is a gentleman. He is a scholar. He is Tyler Crawley. Well, I got to say, this is probably the first time I have done a Monday podcast in I don't know how long. It has been a long time, and I do have to warn you, I've been fighting off a cold all weekend, so I don't know if you can tell a little bit in my voice or not, because I I sound normal to me, but you never know. You never know, Uh, but I'm like refusing to get sick. Like I felt like my body was wanting me to get sick, and I was like, no. And I've been fighting it, refusing to give in mind over matter. It's It's been going okay so far. I haven't really gotten any worse. So let's see if it works. I will, if, if I don't do a podcast, you'll probably know that I, I lost the battle. But we are going to try and uh, move our way through. But if you do hear me coughing or if my, like I said, my voice does sound a little weird, then I apologize for that. But welcome everyone to the Monday, Monday edition of the Markets and Mortgages podcast. I am the aforementioned host of this podcast, Tyler Crawley. And it looks like everything's back on track. Uh, I apologize for Friday. I did a show. I did a podcast. But the newsletter did not go out. For some reason, that morning, I woke up. I woke up a little late. So I was already kind of rushed. And I got the newsletter together. It was going to be late. And I went to send it. And like the email server wasn't working. And... I had no idea what was going on. And by the time I got everything figured out, it was, I don't know. It would have been like an afternoon newsletter and too much a change with existing home sales coming out. And I don't know. I just, I just didn't send it. I didn't send it. So I apologize for something happening with my email server, but it looks like we are good to go here Monday morning at least. So I think, and you know what? We're going to start by talking about what happened on Friday. The reason I didn't send the newsletter is I was like, I have to include existing home sales. And then what am I going to talk about? Or what am I going to put in the Friday news or the Monday newsletter? And so I said, all right, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just wait. So on Friday, we did get existing home sales for the month of December. And because I like to focus on what is happening in the Southeastern region, we'll look at the big number for the South. And the South, like everywhere else, saw a major slowdown in 2023. Uh, Even though the South was doing better than all the other regions, there was a decline. And in fact, existing home sales in the South fell to an 11-year low in December. This, of course, according to the latest data from the National Association of Realtors. Existing home sales in the South fell to an annual rate of 1.72 million. That was almost a 3% drop from November and is the lowest level since June 2012. Now, that's a pretty big drop. I mean, we're talking about a over 10-year drop, but things were much worse on the national level. Uh, Nationally existing home sales fell to an annual rate of 3.78 million, which was down 1% from November and the lowest level since August 2010. But the actual number was worse 
because on an annual basis, so instead of looking at the annual rate, which is what we look at you know, every month, this is what actually was sold, not the annual rate, what was actually sold, 4.09 million. That's how many homes were sold. That's the lowest level since 1995. <laughs> so it's been a little while. The feeling of, man, this market is is not good. And man, we, we've never seen something like this. Unless you were working in the industry in 1995, you are correct that you have never seen anything like this. Now, once again, that was national data. In the South, things were a little better, but still down. Uh, so once again, lowest level in the South since June 2012. Existing home sales were down 4.4% when compared to the same time last year. However, interestingly enough, sales down, prices up. If I would have told you that that was going to be the case at the beginning of 23, would anyone have believed me? No way. The median price in the South was $352,000. $100 that is up barely 0.1% from November, but is up 3.8% from the same time last year. So home prices in the South ended up almost 4% year over year. That's <laughs> man. You really got to feel bad for those people who, I mean, not really, because they knew it was crap, or I have to assume that they knew it. They, they're not dumb people. The people who are projecting the housing market was going to crash in 23, and yes, I know, they also projected it was going to crash in 22 and 21 and 20, but this year, when we, we entered the year, downward trend, it looked like we were going to get a, a drop. We were going to end the year with prices down, and it just, it did not happen. It did not happen, not even on the national level. In fact, it was actually up on the national level. So the South, which has been pretty hot, actually saw less of an increase. Uh, nationally, the median existing home price was $382,600. That's up 1.3% from November and ended the year up 4.4%. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's crazy. Um, mostly because of what? Inventory. Sure, sales were down, but so was inventory. Uh, total housing inventory was at 1 million units in December, down, you ready for this? 11.5% from November. Now, inventory was up year over year, 4.2%. But that's not a lot. When last year, inventory was at like historic lows. You're expecting to see with what happened with sales. I mean, to have sales fall off a cliff, lowest level since 1995. And you only see inventory rise by 4.2%. That shows you how little inventory is still out there. Now, Lawrence Young, chief economist at the National Association of Realtors, was optimistic kind of always is, <laughs> when looking at the 2024 housing market, saying the latest month sales look to be the bottom before inev in inevitably turning higher in the new year. Mortgage rates are meaningful or, or all right, let me, let me start over. The latest month sales look to be bottom. <laughs> 
<laughs> the latest month's sales look to be the bottom, there we go, before the inevitable turning higher in the new year. Mortgage rates are meaningfully lower compared to just two months ago, and more inventory is expected to appear on the market in upcoming months. I don't know why I had such a problem with that sentence. It's just, I bl- I'm, it's because I'm, I'm sick. I'm going to blame it on that. <laughs> That's what's going on here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would say that last year, everyone just knew with what was happening with mortgage rates. And the fact, I mean, the fact that we saw mortgage rates increase by the largest amount ever, you know, I mean, we've seen interest rates rise and there's no doubt, and they've been higher before, but to go from, you know, under 3% to almost 8%, that's pretty crazy. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's nuts. And of course, we saw a lot of increase in, in, in 2022. Um, but over that time period, the fact that sales have fallen, as they've noted, since 1995, you would think that we would see more of a increase in inventory and more, or I should say, a drop in prices. And we just didn't. And so it does seem as if people sort of realizing that, hey, here's where mortgage rates are. And that does seem to be the consensus when you talk to people who are looking to buy a home. It's, you know, you tell people rates are six something and they're like, oh, that's pretty good then. Because <laughs> it was like two months ago that we thought we were going to be at 8%. So now all of a sudden, six and a half, six and a quarter, that's sounds like a deal. And so people have kind of gotten used to it. That's one, that's one of the things that's amazing about the human mind. I think I've talked about it before on the podcast, is that the human mind can get used to anything and it can adapt very quickly. And that's actually why they say, if you, you know, sometimes people decide they have a couple thousand dollars, right? Do we go on a trip or should I buy something kind of cool for me or my house or whatever? And they always say, go on the trip because the thing that you buy, while it will be awesome for a while, you'll eventually get used to it. And that trip is something that you're going to remember forever. And so just my piece of advice here as we begin the week, <laughs> I read that and they said it's because of the, the, the human mind's amazing, but it is able to adjust to things that would once have seemed kind of crazy to then become kind of normal. And let's face it, two years ago, if you would have told someone that rates were at six and a half, they'd, they'd be in shock. And now, like I said, people are like, oh, that's not, not so bad. <laughs> It's not eight. <laughs> um, all right. So what do we got happening this week? So nothing as usual happening on Monday or at least no big reports. I'm sure there'll be something in the news that we'll be talking about on tomorrow's podcast. Uh, but Tuesday, nothing happening nationally, but we do have uh, some stories happening locally and statewide at 10 o'clock on Tuesday. We're going to be getting both North Carolina unemployment data. So we'll see what the unemployment rate is across the state and then building permits for Wilmington. So we'll talk about that uh, or that'll be coming out on Tuesday. We'll talk about it on Wednesday's show. And then Wednesday's kind of not a lot going on. Mortgage rates uh, in demand as usual. And then the Bank of Canada is going to make a decision on their interest rate. But Thursday is where things really take off. I mean, so if it wasn't for that local data that we'll be talking about, we really would have had almost nothing to talk about until Thursday. 
which would mean Friday show. <laughs> so Thursday, we're getting a European Central Bank decision on interest rates, durable goods, first look at GDP for the fourth quarter, jobless claims, and then new home sales. That's all happening on Thursday. And then on Friday, we're getting PCE, which always need to remind you, is the Fed's preferred gauge for inflation. We're getting the PCE index, core PCE index, personal spending and income, and then pending home sales. So that's all happening on Friday. So we really have nothing happening on Monday. Some local stuff to get to on Tuesday, kind of a boring Wednesday, and then a really heavy Thursday and Friday. So kind of a kind of an interesting week. One of those weeks where there's not like a ton going on. That that of course means that the following week is going to be nuts. And we already know it is because I think the Fed is meeting the 29th and 30th or the 30th and 31st. I can't remember, but it's, I think it's, I think it's 29th, 30th. So we're going to be getting a fed decision. We're going to be getting of course, case Schiller data, looking at the housing market. So we're going to have a lot going on next week, but this is one of those weeks where we can kind of catch our breath, which is good. Cause like I said, it'll give me more reason to kind of strengthen myself for next week. <laughs> but yes, I'm going to do everything I can mind over matter to convince myself that I'm not getting sick. And so hopefully I'll be back here tomorrow to do another show. We will see. But you guys hopefully are not sick. So enjoy your Monday. (laughs) We'll be back here Tuesday for another edition, hopefully, of Markets and Mortgages. And remember, as always, do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait. Wait.